Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast. CMH OMP. Now we know <clears throat> this is what everybody wants, and we're giving it to you. Those who are not watching the Super Bowl, come right on, right on over here. <clears throat> GMHO and P Productions, we appreciate y'all. It has been a week, <clears throat> people. Sorry it took us so long to get back at you guys with another episode, but we promise this one right here is going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. I promise it's going to be worth it. <clears throat> so, let me get the introductions out the way I got. My wife right here with me. Candace, say hey. She too busy trying to keep fish and spaghetti off of her nice LeBron jersey. I got my daughter in the back. P. Hi. Well, boo-boo said what up. So let me jump on right into it. Guys, for all loyal listeners, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Remember when I brought up... The one-armed dude with a limp whose wife liked, who, who, who wife told me he liked certain things. I can't speak on those certain things because my daughter's right here. But <clears throat> when I, since, since I mentioned him, you guys can go back a couple of episodes. You can get caught up on who I'm, who I'm speaking on. <clears throat> so, I'm at work. A couple of things happened to me at work, guys. I'm going to get to you to let you know. I'm at work. <clears throat> Minding my own business, stocking fish, you know what I do. Told you guys what I do. I hear, what's up? Real aggressive, what's up? So I turn around and see you talking to me like that, first of all. And then, <clears throat> I see him. I see the guy. He's standing right there in front of me. I'm like, oh my gosh. First of all, I was thinking, he listened to my podcast. And then second of all, I was like, maybe he didn't listen to my podcast. Maybe his wife told him what I said. <clears throat> Either way it go, I was ready for a conversation. A very funny conversation at that. So, his wife proceeds to try to scare me from behind. It didn't work. And then the, the, the gentleman started laughing. But for a second, I thought me and the one-armed dude with a limp who likes certain kind of anime, we was going to fight. I honestly swear. Honestly, swear that was going to happen. So, let me jump right into another story, guys. Like I tell you guys, a lot of unbelievable things. But, they're so out of out of whack that they are true. So, <clears throat> let you guys know. I'm at work, minding my own business, getting ready to leave, ready to go home. I actually clocked out, going to the restroom. Go to the restroom and my manager leaves the bathroom he says, hey, Harris, you have a good night. I say, hey, you have a good night as well. I walk in the bathroom, guys, and I see a pair of pants laying on the floor, a pair of blue jeans. I see about 78 cent change, mostly pennies. For some reason, it was a bike seat, a bicycle seat, and a lighter. <clears throat> so I do what I need to do in the bathroom. Go out there and find my manager. And I say, hey, um, what happened in the bathroom? He looked at me and he said, I don't know what happened. I didn't even use it. I had to go to the other side. <clears throat> so as we stand in there, 
this is a sort of no-nonsense kind of guy, but to hear him say very loudly, we looking for a man with no pants. <laughs> he looks at me and he starts laughing hysterically. I start laughing hysterically. <laughs> and if he asks you for some money, tell him we found it. And if he asks you for a light, tell him we got that too. But mainly, we looking for a gentleman who does not have on any pants. <laughs> Like I told you guys, this stuff is so unbelievable. You can't help but believe it because it's true. <clears throat> Very true. <laughs> I thought I was getting into a fight with a one-armed dude. I mean, I wasn't worried about whooping them because, you know, you know. Mama told me if they fight you, you fight back regardless of who it is. So anyway, no, I wasn't going to fight the one-armed dude. But anyways, but it would have been funny to see anyway. We know it's Super Bowl Sunday, but I know you guys would rather be here, be here with us on another wonderful episode to get my husband off my podcast. This is episode 55. I must say, I may be wrong. We may be past 55. We may not be anywhere near 55. I don't know. As you guys know, it's been a long-standing thing with me not to Google anything and not to fact-check anything. This whole podcast is my opinion and my opinion only. So anyway, so... <clears throat> For those of you guys who don't know who Jesse Smollett is, he is of Empire fame, the show Empire. I don't watch it, so don't ask me what it's about. My wife does. She can tell you. No well, she don't watch it no more, but she knows the premise of it. But anyways, <clears throat> um, he was attacked in Chicago a few days back, I want to say last Monday evening at 2 o'clock in the morning. He was exiting a Subway sandwich shop in a certain district in Chicago. So, apparently it was two gentlemen, they were whites, allegedly, they beat him, he fought back, they beat him up, broke a couple of ribs, tied a, tied a noose around his neck, and proceeded to pour bleach in his face, screaming, this is MAGA country, and excuse me, guys, I'm going to use a few choice words, but he said, this is MAGA country, you black nigga faggot. <clears throat> okay. And he proceeds to drive himself to the hospital, he proceeds to get care, and everyone is having their outpour on social media, everyone is, you know, this shouldn't happen, this is a hate crime, we stand with you. You know, there's no fear in being who you are. And I myself, we were actually recording the podcast while this was coming out. And I told my wife, let's wait a few days before we upload this. Let's just scratch this idea and come back to it. That's exactly what we did. And we proceeded to find out that it was a letter sent to Fox. Old school type letter. Pasted words you know, saying derogatory things about this gentleman and things of that nature. Words I won't repeat because my daughter's in the room or words I won't repeat because I just don't say them. Excuse me for saying the words I just said. I don't like using them. But <clears throat> like I said before, um, he was attacked, maliciously beaten, broke ribs and everything. And he tied a noose around his neck. Come to find out, the police did extensive amount of combing for evidence, basically, looking at extensive footage, 
not finding any evidence of this attack, not finding any evidence of, you know, anything basically on this gentleman. <clears throat> but his face was a little bit, little bit puffy. He had a couple of scratches on his eye. And that was pretty much basically it. But I know from experience, don't ask me why I know this from experience, but if you pour bleach in somebody's face, it's bound to splash in your eye and you're going to be blinded for life. There's nothing the doctor can do about it. I know this from experience. Once again, guys, don't ask me how I had a life before I was a member of this podcast. But anyways, like I said. So does that mean you pour bleach on people? I'm not saying I pour bleach on people. I'm not going to omit to anything. But I'm saying I know if you pour bleach in somebody's face, they're blinded. So anyway. <clears throat> so anyway. There was no evidence of any any beating, basically. They didn't find any evidence. It actually took him hours to get to the hospital. It took him hours to call the police. And when the police did, when he did arrive to the police, he still had the noose around his neck. Um... And basically, the people who were telling people to to support him and things of that nature, they were still saying he's going to still do his music, stream his music, support him and this and that and all this stuff. My thing is this. <clears throat> if I'm attacked, I'm not going to waste any time to make sure this story is correct. Basically, I'm going to be frantic. I'm going to be out of control. I'm... You know, I'm I'm not gonna not gonna drive all the way home and go to my apartment. Right, I'm not gonna hours. right, I'm not gonna drive I'm, I'm, not, go I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call my publicist first. I'm not gonna do all of that. Got, to me it just seems like he's covering up something that he don't wanna be found out. And and I'm gonna tell you what I discovered because I actually did look something up. No, I didn't. Somebody told me. Let me stop telling that story. Somebody told me. You probably didn't look nothing up. I didn't look nothing up. up. Somebody told me. This was a Reddit report that he was in a certain district for certain people. Granted, he is openly gay. So, granted, he was possibly in a certain part of Chicago, possibly Boys Town. And he was into an altercation with another gentleman over his over his boyfriend, and. Things got heated, and they actually got into a fight. I told my wife, I believe, and excuse my language. Like I said, my daughter's in the room. Excuse my language, but I heard it was it was possibly sexual with the noose. So, with saying that, and with saying his statement was basically, yes, I'm okay. Thank you for your support. But I'm... I'm... Still going to go on with my music. I don't want any attacks on my family. I want everyone to know that the, tr the, the truth will come out. Things of that nature. Things of that nature. I said, are you going to be? <clears throat> nice, sweetheart. Nice, sweetheart. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that this didn't happen to him. I'm just saying that this really doesn't seem very... It's just a lot of unanswered questions. Just, it's a lot of unanswered questions. It's a lot, a lot of unanswered of, questions because... A lot I, of holes in his story. Right, basically. because when it's a hate crime, it's a hate crime. And we're not, I'm not saying that every hate crime, you can sort of 
pick and choose what you want to believe because I've, I've, I've been a witness to hate crime. I've been a first-hand witness to a hate crime. I've seen real hate crimes. We've seen real hate crimes of three little girls getting burned in the churches in the 60s. We've seen real hate crimes. We've seen real hate crimes. We know evidence of real hate crimes. And not just against black people, not just against gays, but against everyone. Everyone. There's, there's everyone. So <clears throat> I'm not trying to single anyone out or make anyone feel any, any, any better because, like, like I said, we know that's a horrible thing in this world that people hate you for what you look like without even knowing who you are or, or what you believe in or your sexual preference or anything. So with saying that, like I said, I'm not going to say I don't believe him, but for everyone to come out and just say, hey, wait a minute. If the police didn't find anything, and I'm not one to jump with the police now, but if if the, if the police didn't find anything, if the evidence didn't, you know, basically back your story up, and you basically have to make a statement three, I believe it was 45 minutes later, maybe. 45 minutes later, you 45 minutes to an hour later, you're trying to make a story up, and then his friend or whatever, Lee Daniels, I believe, posted something, then deleted it, and then Taraji Henson, she posted something that had to do with stream his music 50 times. We need his we need his voice heard. I, I'm, that's not what I'm thinking about when my friend is harmed. I'm not thinking about his music when my friend is harmed. I'm not thinking about, oh, stream his music, download his album, buy his mixtape. I'm not thinking about that. That's not where I'm going with my with my sympathy. <clears throat> I care about the person's well-being. I could care less if if he was jobless or homeless. I could care less about that. I just want to make sure this man is okay. So with saying that, once again, I'm not saying I don't believe Jesse. I'm not saying it couldn't have happened the way that he said it happened. But I'm saying with everything that we're finding out, it really tells a story of it really tells a story of fame to me and the lengths you would go just to sell an album or to get a download or to get a view and we know the lengths that these people will go to get views because we see the, the idiotic challenges we see the idiotic posts people make and just like the little guy that got bullied a few years back or last year it was when he got bullied and everybody sent him money on his um on his uh what am I what word am I what am, GoFundMe, oh, GoFundMe yeah. account GoFundMe account then it comes to find out it was a hoax his mother made him do it because she wanted money for her children for Christmas <clears throat> I'm not against a mother trying to do anything for her children for Christmas but what I'm against is using the public sympathy against them using the fact that I have children using the fact that I myself made a post on Instagram about this little guy that took off. I was crying and everything, and it took off, and it got over 3,000 views. I'm a regular person. 3,000 views is a lot in the matter of, in the matter of a couple of hours. 3,000 views is a lot for a regular person. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I have nothing to do with this little guy. People are asking me questions. How to get in contact with his family. How can we get in contact with him? I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. And come to find out a day later, it was a hoax. And she kept the money. No repercussions for that. Kept the money. Nothing happened. 
Nothing like that. I'm not saying Jesse Smollett is trying to bank on the public's outcry, but it sort of seems like he is because I believe it was a certain video that he did or he was in or something like that where a man had a noose around his neck. And people were putting two and two together like, wait a minute. Why did you keep the neutron genetic? What are you trying to prove here? I don't need that visual. So, with saying that, <clears throat> once again, I, I know there are hate crimes, unfortunately. I know there are people who go to great lengths to harm someone for no reason whatsoever. But I'm not, I don't believe that that happened to Mr. Schmidt. I don't believe it happened the way that he said it happened. Once again, I sympathize with him because he got attacked yes he got attacked but I don't believe it happened the way he said it happened and I don't believe my wife does either so um like I said I don't disbelieve him or I don't believe him it's just I have more questions like like you said ain't nobody been able to find no video and this was supposedly a heavily monitored area I mean every area every area in every city no matter what time is monitored Especially in Chicago. Especially in Chicago. So it's monitored. Two in the morning, three in the morning, two in the afternoon. Somebody sees something, something's on camera. And like I said, they combed it. They fine right. to comb and, it. You know, a lot of restaurants <coughs> keep these videos. And if this for subway was safety. open, if this subway was open, I'm going back in that subway and saying something happened to me, call the police. None of that was that. None of that was done. So yeah, this goes to what I said earlier. There's a lot of holes, so I'm not gonna say it didn't happen. I'm not gonna say it did happen. There's just way too many holes for me to exactly jump on the sympathy train. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want anything to happen to anybody, whether it be hate crime or anything. Or any crime, right. And that leads me to another thing with another celebrity. For those of you guys who know Lil Bow Wow, he was, he's in the news now over a fight in the airport. Apparently got into a fight with a woman. No, it wasn't an airport. It was um, Shaq's Super Bowl party. Well, whatever it was, he was there, she was there, whatever it was. So, he got into a fight with a woman. Whatever the, whatever the reason, the woman proceeded to beat him repeatedly in his face, <coughs> scratch him in his face and everything like that. And the first thing I did was commend Little Bow Wow. My wife is looking at me crazy right now. Well, how did you commend My wife is looking at me crazy right now, and I'm going to tell you why I commend Little Bow Wow. Because he didn't put his hands on that woman. Yes, he did? No, he didn't. Did they, did they he, re-release he, some he stuff? He didn't put his hands on that woman. But there had to be a reason that both of them got <coughs> locked up. But it, it, dude, he got locked yeah. up possibly for arguing, maybe. But he didn't put his hands on her. Had he hit her, it would have been a completely different view of that. And you know that. So being that he didn't hit her, I commend him for that. Not saying that it's okay to argue with the woman. Sometimes argument is needed. Who knows why they were arguing. But I commend him for not striking the woman. Especially in the matter that he could have. Because a lot of his peers were there. And a lot of people were there that, that saw it. They're like, wait a minute. You're just going to go out like that. Of course I'm going to go out like that in that situation. She can't harm me. She can scratch me up or whatever, whatever. Give me a bloody nose or whatever, whatever. I mean, but she you. can't harm me. She did some <clears> harm. <throat> she can't harm him. She, looked, those scars will heal. He looked pretty bad. In those scars will heal. But the scar that wouldn't heal 
would be the fact that if he put his hands on this woman, and if he put his hands on this woman, he would have been taken straight to jail, straight to prison. So, and then everybody would have been looking at, well, and then I, I guess it would have turned another eye, another eye on to Chris Brown, what he did to Rihanna. He served no jail time for that. How you jump from Bow Wow to Chris Brown? Because I did. Two because it's, 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 but it's the same thing though. It's still an argument with the woman, and look what Chris Brown chose to do, and look at what Bow Wow chose to do. Chris Brown's being champion right now. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not looking at Chris Brown like, okay, now you, you. you I'm not saying he should have. He I mean, should have walked away from that situation. Should have walked away from that situation. We all have the. I'm not. Don't think I'm about to stand up for Chris Brown in that situation because I'm not. You have before. I have not. I put him. I mean, he was wrong in that situation. You have. But I also. You team breezy. He, of course, I'm team breezy. You team breezy. So, but you being team breezy. But I also. You team. Being team breezy. He I cried on BT. He cried on BT Awards, and everybody was like, "Oh, he ain't mean it. He beat the." Blue F out of Rihanna. I can also say... Oh, because he saw Michael Jackson's song and started crying. <laughs> it's all right. Yes, he was wrong for beating Rihanna. But, he saw but Michael Jackson like I said right. in a couple of podcasts ago, if she can forgive him and move on from it, you can who am too. I not to? And go buy his music and all of that stuff. Hold on, first of all, I don't buy music. I listen to music on YouTube. Go you know right that. Ahead, buy the music. I don't buy music. Go right ahead. Stream it all. But do this, do that, do this, do even that. Even with Bow I listen to some of Bow Wow stuff, not the newer stuff, because I don't really understand it. But if he didn't hit her, then no. I mean, yes, I commend him for not hitting her. We got to get to these points where they these men need to just walk away. True. Or not put yourselves in those situations. True. <coughs> but it's hard. So. All right, what I'm getting into next... Did you just cut me off? I didn't cut you off, but what I'm getting into next is... This one shocked me, y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. This bit of news right here shocked me. So, let me get the story. Well-known rapper, 21 Savage, was arrested in Atlanta this weekend. Not odd. Not odd that 21 Savage was arrested in Atlanta this weekend, but my wife hadn't heard about this story, so my wife is about to say, wait a minute, pretty loudly. He was taken into custody and possible removal from the U.S. He was picked up by ICE and apparently entered the U.S. illegally in 2005, but his visa expired and he is reportedly here illegally. He is reportedly being held for removal proceedings, this for being in the country illegally and for being a felon. Huh? Wait a second. I thought this person was from Atlanta. I thought he was from Atlanta, too. At all, a thousand percent Atlanta. So, apparently... As many times as he... He had been all over TV and stuff. They just now catching up to him? Yeah. Somebody ain't doing their job. I understand somebody doing their job, but... Wait a minute, let me get it out. But I believe... Let me get it right so I can see where he's from. Look, this is a real story. It's a real story. It's all over CNN and everywhere. We were just watching that little dude on TV. He's a citizen of the United Kingdom. 
Mr. Abraham Joseph. Who was it? 21 Savage. That's his real name? His government ice name. <laughs> his government ice name is... So he's been an illegal alien since... I hate that. Since he's been whatever. He's been here illegally. Yes. I, I thought he was from Atlanta. I honestly thought he was from I Atlanta. too. I honestly That's thought he was from Atlanta. <coughs> That's weird. It's very crazy. weird. It is very weird. So... <coughs> I'm going to speak on another rapper. Uh-uh, you cannot call him a rapper no more. I don't know who you're talking about because who I'm, where, talking I'm, where I'm going is not uh, where you think I'm going. I'm going to speak on another rapper. This rapper is The Game. Those of you guys who don't know who The Game is, he's a West Coast-based rapper. He started off... G-Unit fame, um, his album, the documentary is a classic, mostly noted for a song, I believe written and produced by, I, I don't know who wrote the song, but it was produced by Kanye West, it's called Dreams, he basically bigged up Kanye, basically like this, Kanye, you saved my life, and this and that, this and that, this and that, this and that. Fast forward to right now, he came out with a diss song talking about his sexual relations with Kim Kardashian. His sexual relations with the wife of now podcast star, then rap star Joe Budden, his fiance, and his sexual exploits with other females. The game has been has been a rap artist for a while with a lot of classic music. A lot of good albums. He's a good rapper. He drops a lot of names, but he's a good rapper. I honestly don't think that he should. He should go that route. I really don't feel he should go that route with his, with his, you know, with with his album rollouts to basically make fun of whatever. And the fact that he's making fun of Kanye West. Kanye West was a friend of yours, and now all of a sudden, he's an he's an enemy now because you had sexual relations with the woman that he's with now, but he wasn't with when you had her. <clears throat> and the same with Joe Budden. If he did have sexual relations with Kim Kardashian and, and um, Sin, I don't know her last name, so I'm just call her Sin Cynthia. Tonight. I'm just gonna call her S- Cynthia Button because she's getting married to Joe. But I don't, know, I don't know her last name. But so, with that being said, I honestly don't believe that it, he should really have to do that. He has a well-known, established name in the rap game. He shouldn't have to do these things. He shouldn't have to alienate people. He shouldn't have to disrespect women and mothers of children like that. Just to gain something for an album. He's better than that, I thought. But now I see that he isn't. I see that he's petty. And I really agree with Joe Budden. You you don't have to do this, but you're not going to disrespect. I'm not going to have any kind of disrespect. And I've told people on this podcast, I've told people at work, I've told people in a lot of circles that I'm in, even though Joe Budden's retired, I still believe lyrically he's better than... 98% of these rappers I, I honestly believe that and people call me crazy when I said he would destroy Eminem and the other rappers looking at it now plenty of opportunity for Eminem to come back and say something plenty of opportunity for Sci High to Prince a lot of these rappers to come back and say something to Joe Budden nobody will step to him because I honestly believe that lyrically he still has a capability to end careers 
So, I don't agree with game. I, I mean, like I said, I was a fan of his, but now I'm sort of looking at him like I'm looking at him as a joke. I'm looking at him as somebody like to borrow a term from the culture these days. He's a cloud chaser. Don't really like using that term, but he is. He is. And I'll and I say that, and I also say that I really don't agree with, like I said, I don't agree with nothing he's doing. So, if that's the way he's going to go for his music, fine, that's the way he's going to go for his music. But I won't be supporting it. Because like I said, when you disrespect women, especially who had anything to do with you now, just because they slept with you then, um, that doesn't mean anything now. I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not on the on the the mission to make the the men who were previously with my wife or make them feel bad because I'm with her. She's not gonna make the women I, I was previously with feel bad because she's with me. So it's not like it's an aha thing. So he should just let life be life and move on. But he can't. He's petty. And he's going to do this to try to sell his albums. I honestly doesn't think it'll work because his last album, good night, sweetheart, of his last album, even though it was pretty good, it didn't stream the way that it should have and it didn't sell the way that it should have to me. It's called 1992. I believe he had a song on there dissing the rap star Meek Mill. But like I said, the album didn't go anywhere, so I guess he's being desperate now. <clears throat> so anyway My thing is First of all who cares Right who cares Like you said Who cares We all grown We all have had a past Who cares This does make him look really stupid and petty Cause again Who cares But I think Joe should go at him <coughs> Make a song about him Joe I want Joe Button to come out of retirement Just because I love his music I've always loved his music. I love the fact that he was not afraid to put his heart onto every word he ever said on the microphone. And he brought a lot of awareness to mental health. He helped me basically understand my mental health issues just by listening to his music to realize that, wait a minute, I go through similar things. I feel similar things. I never knew that I was going through this. So I commend him for that. A lot of his music has really basically brought me through a lot. The recent bouts I had with depression, I went back to a lot of his music <clears throat> for understanding and basically help. So like I said, I don't agree with what Game is doing for this whole rollout for his album. I don't think, so why is it you gotta roll out your album or do all of this stuff? You gotta have negative to roll out an album or make people wanna buy it. You can't come up with nothing positive to be like, Make people want to come by your album or stream your album or whatever they doing with music nowadays. Like people are saying, they want to hear a positive game. I want to hear a positive game because I never have. I want to hear a game that doesn't have a reason to come out and disrespect anybody. I want to hear a game that's just for the spirit of competition of rap. I enjoy rap music. I will always enjoy rap music. I grew up on rap music. It raised us. It's just so, like everybody want to have a beef. Why? Why we all? I mean, that's that's. I mean, I know that's that's, where, that's how hip hop came along. But like you said, positivity. We need more of that nowadays. <clears throat> yeah, we need a lot of that. We need all of the positivity these days. And these are the people that we need the positive, positive. Exactly. We need this. We need this from. positivity from the people that are on the front line of everyone's attention, basically. We need the positivity from people like that. 
And leads me to another rapper, Takashi Six Nine, very popular rapper. Really rose to fame these last few years. I don't listen to his music because I don't like to. I don't like to inspire gang culture, gang culture. And I have teenage boys and soon to be teenage girls, so I really don't want my children mimicking that. I listen to rap around them, but I listen to a lot of positive rap. Sometimes they may hear DMX say a couple of things. They may hear Pac say a couple of things. Or Scarface threatening to slap somebody. But it's not it's not as, as riot-infused as this music is. So, <clears throat> Takashi 69 was arrested recently. Sentenced to, I want to say, nine count. Guilty to nine counts. Basically, let me get the charges correctly. Racketeering, conspiracy, firearms, offenses, violent crimes, and aid of racketeering. Basically, he was a good kid. <clears throat> he came up with a gimmick. He started talking about people on the internet. He colored his hair. He joined the gang, very new to a gang. He joined the gang, and his music became very hot, very fast. He made a lot of money, very fast. So the gang turned around and said, well, if you want us to back you, you have to prove that you're going to back us. So he became involved in a lot of crimes, mainly trying to kill, you know, drug, drug dealing, uh, attempted murder, uh, basically, you know, assault, racketeering, things of that nature. So now that they've caught him, he's pointing the finger at everyone. Everybody he's associated with or was associated with, he's pointing the finger right now. I don't like how that how that looks towards the children who basically eat off eat off every word that this guy says, love his music, try to mimic him, try to look like him, tattoos on their face, things of that nature, color their hair, things of that nature. <clears throat> and I'm from the school where my wife's from the school as well. Or if you vice, if, if you invite somebody to suck your, you know, they're getting punched in the face. It's not a joke. Pretty much. It's not a game. If you say suck my D to me, you better get ready to work. Better get ready to rumble. Because I'm going to find out if you really mean that. That's the school I come from. I don't come from this school where you just get to get on the internet, talk about somebody, and it's okay when you see that person. Oh, I was joking. No, I come from the school where literally at school, hey, Harrison, they said something about you. Oh, really? Let me go to this person. Did you say what they said you said? Yeah, I said what you going to do about pop, 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 pop. Before they can get out, what you going to do about that? I'm all over them. And I, yes, I fought plenty of times in my lifetime. I got plenty of trouble. That's the school I'm from. I'm from, I'm from the school that you got to prove it. These kids don't prove it. They hide behind their music, they hide behind their phones, and they hide behind thousands of people. That's because they live in the <coughs> image. They're not really living in the Who can't, a, a who can't fight. Life. Like my wife said, they live in the image, and it's not real life. It's all a game to them. I could have told you he was going to snitch when he got locked up. Yeah, once that, once that her dies, <laughs> it's gone, and. He went right back to being. He, he's right back to being Daniel Hernandez, yeah. and he's telling on everybody. Everybody he's telling on. So, he told on me. Hope you ain't never did nothing around him because he gonna tell on you. Right, he know. told on me. 
My mama called me and be like, hey, why you do that 15 years ago? Takashi told me. Like, dog, mama, I ain't know you found that out here. Takashi told me. He told everybody. He told everybody. Told everybody. It was a joke that he went in there when they went in the interrogation room and it was a joke on the internet now. We walked in and started singing, uh, I will always love you. Like when bye bye Whitney Houston. He just started singing it. Couldn't stop. Didn't stop. It's also another joke going around where if they cater to you in the interrogation room, you're gonna tell. You're gonna tell. I've never been in any interrogation room, but I know you give certain people <clears throat> certain things, they tell it. They didn't get that boy no certain. As soon as they close it, but you know what I mean. He started talking. You give him a cigarette. You talk to him nice. You say you listen to his music. They tell it. That child started talking as soon They're as the door was closed. They're telling. Spilling guts. He probably canary a long time ago. They just now coming out with it. He telling <laughs> on everybody. He's telling on everybody. He's telling it's because tell. the lifestyle wasn't for him. It was, it, you want to know who didn't tell when they were faced with time? Martha Stewart. <laughs> Martha Stewart took her case. Took it. She did all her time. Well, took it. Still, she took it. Martha Stewart had the flashlight in your face just like a uh, menace to society. You done, you done effed up, right? No, you done effed up, right? Martha Stewart, like, I ain't effed up. Martha Stewart, a minister society. She is. Takashi 6 9 more along the lines of don't be a menace. Mm. So, I say this, to, I, I say that to say this. I really don't want kids emulating that. I don't want them emulating anything negative because I have children. <clears throat> I mean, but that's why you gotta get these parents, these these old school. Ain't nobody old school no more. You show sure right. That's why I stopped before I even. Nobody's old school. Ain't nobody. We old. I'm not old for. But you know what I mean. <laughs> We're looked at as being the wise people now. It's true, but ain't nobody sitting kids down like they sat us down and told, hey, look, this ain't what you're supposed to do. But still, we're the wise ones now. But these People kids, call us for advice for some odd reason. These kids aren't listening <coughs> to guys anyway. You can't tell them nothing because they know everything. They know everything. There's nothing they don't know. Oh, they they like the flash. They want to be flashy. And they they they, they, they want to do the stupid thing for a quick, and get for in, quick views. As soon as they get in trouble... They want to start crying. Exactly. And they didn't mean this. They didn't mean that. They telling. Everybody wants to tell. They want to tell because basically they weren't. Because you didn't realize you was doing some real life stuff. Yeah, you didn't realize this was life. Stupidity. The internet stupidity catches up to everybody. People ain't out here. These cops and stuff ain't out here. They ain't out here playing with you kids. They ain't playing with you kids no more. Yeah, I think it's a game if you want. Hey, you think it's a game till them things come out. Just what they say, what Jay-Z said. Think it's a game. No, it's not a game. You guys are you can get in some real trouble. So you sitting there, you 21, and you got to be behind <coughs> bars for the next be 30 years. behind bars for the next 21 years. But I didn't mean it. I was playing. They don't care. But they did it on like, no. 
They did it all. It was influenced by music. Gangster rap made me do it. That's not an excuse no more. They locking y'all up. Because we grew up in a gangster rap. I grew rap up area. in gangster rap. Yeah. That was survival music. Right. Survival music. Scarface hey. did what he did to survive. Tupac did what he did to survive. Ice Cube did what he did to survive. They ain't got to do these things. You could go out right. and do a whole lot more. Hold on, do a whole lot more. This is the time to be building bigger and better, do different things. But they won't do that. Learn from the mistakes of plenty of young entrepreneurs. Generation. Plenty of young entrepreneurs to learn from. You don't have to learn from the negative. You don't have to follow the stupidity because it's a long line. To follow the stupidity. But even if you the do, line positive, the positive line is very short. Even if you do follow the general, the people before, follow the right people in the generation before you, like the Jay Zs, the Tupacs, and the Nas's. The, exactly. They did follow Nas because Nas is things, very smart, and but they were smart enough to <clears throat> make a way out of. True, Nas has taught me so much. He owns so much equity in a lot of different businesses. He's made a lot of different different type of money. Not just rap. Not just rap. He's made he's made so much money with restaurants, tech, everything. Same thing with Jay-Z. Same thing with Diddy. Right, and it's not even, it's not just, you know, music people. It's plenty of people. Plenty out of here young making business. Young entrepreneurs decisions. is doing things that and, are under 30. And look at Ryan Coogler. And I, and, I, and I can't remember the little girl's name that I mentioned on a couple of podcasts ago, but she's 12 years old and executive producer. A little girl I'm black is. <coughs> yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't recall her name, but it's, it's her. Plenty of people that you guys can look up to instead of, somebody, instead of somebody with tattoos on their face and rainbow her. Or somebody like Soldier Boy, who basically tells a lot of lies. You know, that's not what you look up to. Nobody should look up to Soldier Boy. That's not what you look up to. That's not, that's not life. And I'm not and I'm not knocking anybody or, for what they do. If you don't want to look up to famous people, I'm pretty sure there are somebody, somebody in your neighborhood in your neighborhood. Right a relative, now, a friend, someone at a school, somebody. You don't have to follow these entertainers and live that life. Right, because every everybody is not going to end up being an entertainer, a basketball player, a football player. There's plenty of other things that you could do out here besides that. We need What's, we need more doctors, lawyers, stuff like that. It ain't always got to be in entertainment or sports or any all the normal things. Broaden your horizons. That's all I'm trying to say. Another thing I want to address um, during this last polar vortex or whatever you want to call it. There was um, <clears throat> an incident in New York. Broke my heart. You guys know I'm a very emotional person. If you don't know I'm an emotional person, just, 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 just stick around me for a little bit. You'll see that I am. Okay. There's a prison in Brooklyn. And I want to say for six days, they cut off the heat, they cut off the electricity for 1,600 men, 20 to 30 degrees, no blankets, no nothing, and left them there. Locked up. Left them there. 
Six days. Pretty big on social media now, so I'm pretty sure you guys have heard about it. That's not how you treat people. They're still people. They committed a crime, yes. They're criminals, yes. But they're still people. There's plenty of people who have come from that lifestyle or that life and changed their life. Become a very influential part in society because they have a they have a story to tell. They have lessons to teach. <clears throat> they have lives to change. That's not a way to treat a person. And I say time and time again, I don't know, I don't, I don't know anything about jail culture. I don't. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I have I have people that I know in my life that are currently and have been have been incarcerated. And I say prayers to them, to the people that are out and the people that are in. Because I want you to change your life. You can do better. I don't want you to think that all you have to be is a statistic. Because that's not true. You have plenty to offer. Even later in life, you still have plenty to offer. I want everybody to believe that. So wherever you listen to this podcast right now, just know you have plenty to offer. And I honestly want to get our voices heard in a broader stage. I would love for this podcast to get more views. I would love to, well, not views, we know, downloads, listens. I would love to build my GMO, GM, why do I do that? GMHOMP. My GMHOMP army up. I would love to have an army behind me and my wife. Positive people, positive thinkers, positive creators, families, husbands, wives, children. I would love to have that. And honestly, I feel if we keep cracking at this wall with this little hammer and this little and this little pick, we're gonna break it down. And once we break it down, there ain't no stopping us, y'all. And I say it ain't no stopping us to say this. For those of you who listen to this podcast, you know I've had a certain beef with a certain company who's who's um who's <clears throat> basically brand is on the back of my phone. Woke up a couple of days ago to find that I am back with that certain company. And I was pretty happy about it. I was apologetic to no one in particular because nobody listens to me. But I was apologetic to him. <laughs> and me and my wife are very happy. Because now we are being listened to. Our voices are being heard. And we are making a difference. We are making a difference. We keep getting hit with things in our life, emotional and otherwise, that sort of stop us. But I would I wouldn't say it stops us. <clears throat> it just slows us down a little bit. Cause like he said, he's emotional. I am very emotional. I mean I show it all the time, but some things do kind of stop me and stumble me, but like I said, not stop, but stumble me or slow me down, but or slow us down. So nothing is stopping us. It may hit pause for a minute, but like you said, ain't nothing stopping us. We gonna break this wall down, and we gonna get hurt by more people, no matter what. But go ahead with what you're saying. No, I was just saying that <clears throat> we're gonna get hurt by more people. Our voices gonna be out there. 
people already get at me about, hey, how can we join? We want to help out. I'm like, the only thing you can do to help out is just give us a listen. Just give us a listen. I'm not saying you're going to like it. I'm not saying you're going to be entertained. But just give us a listen. Try us out. Because like I said, this platform will change. The way we deliver this podcast to you, to, to you guys will change. We will forever be gracious to the loyal people that we have. And all I say, if you guys appreciate hearing our voice and appreciate hearing this podcast, just let us know. Let us know if something that you want to hear us talk about. Ask me questions. If you want to know, like, hey, does the, do those things actually happen to you? Yes, they actually do. Like I said, I was kind of alarmed when that guy walked up behind me and said, what's up? Turned around. He had one arm extended and the other one sort of cocked a little bit. What? <clears throat> anyway. What'd I say? Ask us a question. What'd I say? You didn't say nothing. Keep going. Oh, okay. But like I said. What? I'm not doing anything. Dang, you bring up the 21 Savage thing and now it's all over the place. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a powerful voice. People listen to me. But anyways. Shut up. I got something else to say. <clears throat> Congratulations to Coach Mad Nagy. Coach of the year. Bird down. We will be playing in February next year. Mark my words. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen, but the Chicago Bears will win the Super Bowl next year. I'm not saying I'm going to do anything to, to make that happen, but some, some, somehow it's going to happen. Too much momentum, momentum is being built up. I'm sad that we lost Coach Fangio. I didn't want to lose Coach Fangio, but... Signing Chuck Pagano, very good defensive coach, doesn't have the pedigree of Fangio, but basically our defense is built to dominate still. And I'm really looking forward to next August, next September. Um, We actually plan on going. We actually plan on going to Chicago in August, I believe. Wait, why are we waiting until August? Because it's family fun. Um, <clears throat> family's fun time in, like, I think, like the 20th or something like that. Yeah. So okay. I actually want to take everybody to Soldier Field, see the players, see, see Soldier Field, basically. And I want to see Soldier Field. I've never seen it. We've been there. I've We've touched it. From it. The outside. I've touched Soldier Field. I put my hands on Soldier Field, just to let you guys know. You put your hand on the outside. I put my hand on the outside of Soldier Field. I can care less. It mattered. I've been to the gift shop. It mattered. So anyways, like I said, we're going to go there in August. We just got to get a lot of things out the way with the house and everything like that. And the kids. And the kids and stuff like that. We're going to do that. So, we have that planned. And I am waiting to see how much the tickets will be for the game in London. Because that's something that I could... Very, very much enjoy meeting my bro Ryan, meeting his family, and actually seeing a Bears game in another country. Oh my God, that'll be a great experience. So, like I said, we got some big things. We got, we have big things lined up for ourselves this year. My wife's book is gonna be out. I want to say in a couple of months, and she still hasn't told me whether she's done with that book or not. But I'm hoping she is. She yeah. doesn't say anything. I'm not, not gonna, I'm, I'm not. I'm not asking her now. 
I just told you I'm not. So anyways. You ain't got ass. I'm not doing Like I said. <clears throat> I'm close, but I'm not doing Pretty soon, I'm going to be so elated to basically say, hey, my wife book is for sale. People go out there and purchase it. Support. And I really have nothing else. Do I? Am I missing anything? Uh, nope. I you think I am. Everything. No, I ain't touching nothing. I think, but I think I'm missing something. You told me about. Well, you did say something about R. Kelly, but I don't really want to talk about it. I want to talk about the R. The R. Yeah, I want That's to talk about the R. That's what we call him now. He talks himself that, but I want to talk about him. But anyway, um, <coughs> well, like I said, guys. Sorry. We appreciate all the love, <coughs> all the positivity. Stay positive. <coughs> It's some juice right there if you need it. Stay positive. Just don't, because I drank out of that. You know, I'm still kind of sick myself. Um, why would you no, 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 no. You can have some. Just don't put your mouth on. But anyways, like I said, really appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Love you guys. Things have, and a side note, things have gotten much better between my wife and I. And not just because she's my wife, I'm her husband. We've actually... We we never talked about this, but we've actually discovered friendship again, and how fun it is, and how rewarding it is to be her friend. Because if you guys are listening listening to this and you are married, you get hit with that. You can't do certain things with your wife. You can't do certain things with your husband. You can't act a certain way. You can't do certain things. Your wife can still be a, your best friend. Your husband can still be your best friend. It's just, <clears throat> it's more rewarding to me to not basically live by that label. Because living by that label, it stressed me out to the point to where I was ready to walk away and I couldn't and I couldn't see why I was ready to walk away it wasn't for anyone else it was mainly for I felt that I didn't have anything else to give this woman regardless of us being parents (coughs) I felt that I couldn't give my wife anything else, partly because we've been together for so long. And that's that's basically it. I felt we hit, we we hit a ceiling. I felt that it just it just wasn't there anymore for for us as a married couple. We went through a lot of struggles. We went through a lot of we went through pretty bad situations, worse situations than we've ever encountered in our 20 years together. And it basically taught, it basically showed me that we're not done. We're not done being in each other's lives regardless of what that is for. So if you're going through any kind of struggles with your wife, with your husband, with your relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, realize why you're doing it. Sit that person down and talk to them and ask them, if you're having trouble, why are you with me? Or just do that, but also personally take a step back, take a step outside of being wife, husband, boyfriend, or girlfriend. Look at it from an individual. I had to look at all of our issues as Candace and not as his wife or 
ignorant as the kid's mother. I had to take a step out, like I said, take a step back and look at everything from Candace as a woman's point of view to see what I needed to do and where we were going wrong. So sometimes you got to do that for yourself, too, just to get out of your own head and your own issues because, like we said before, those issues can manifest and stuff into big, bigger problems. So just don't put so much on the label of being a wife, a husband. Yes, it is a great thing to be a wife and a husband. Yeah, a we're mother, not saying it's not. <clears throat> a mother, father, and all of that. Yeah, we're not but saying it's not. Sometimes those labels. We found the alley that works for us. Can stress you out from what you think you're supposed to be. Right. Don't let nobody tell you what you're supposed to be or how you're supposed to be. Sure. Like we've said not. before, make your relationship work for you. <laughs> However you and your partner or significant right. other feel it'll work, then that's what you do. Don't. We got to stop living for other people, basically. Exactly. Yeah. If it works for the two of y'all, let it work. Right, let it work. If it works for your kids, let it work. Because right now, the seven of us are doing good. We all happy. We all healthy-ish. Because we all walking around here with some kind of cold. But just let it work. So, that's something <laughs> No, I ain't got nothing else, guys. We love you guys. I want to thank you. Time. I know I'm missing something. He'll figure it out and put it. But I, I, I honestly can't think think of what it was. It was something important that I really wanted to talk to you guys about, but I can't. True, it probably wasn't that important. But anyways, I love you guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you guys for supporting us. I'm going to try to get some sleep. I got to get up too early in the morning. We love you guys. GMH. OMP. He got the letters right. We back Wednesday. <coughs>